Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto's episode review for What If episodes four and five combo episode today. I'm your host Octavius A. Newman. I'm a geek culture philosopher, and I'm here with my co-host Adam Jolly Rancher. Hey, Tetris. Jolly Rancher. I'm gotta. I gotta go with the sour apple. It's the green one for whoa, me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, Wait. it's the green Wait. one for me. Who's picking sour apple out well, of all Jolly Ranchers? I I will. Um, I have to admit something. You, to you telling me you're like yo. Let me. I trade you this. I trade you this grape <laughs> for that sour apple. Bro, do you not remember that I chose Fritos when we had that conversation? When we no, had that conversation wait, wait, wait. about... Hold on. No, explain uh, The, the party me. pack of Lay's varieties. Whoa. <laughs> you pick free? You pick corgis? We are not litigating this again. We've, we There's have, Doritos in the... We in have the, in been the, here. We have done that. Wait a minute. We got to re, we gotta re, re, revisit this oh real quick. God. 60 second shot clock. You try to Audience, tell me there's we regular said, Doritos. We said we were putting intentionality cool into ranch making Doritos. this a short okay. episode. And here we are. And we, you in here picking you're Fritos? You're living in the past, Octavius. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let me explain myself. What? I say Sour Apple because for me, it seems iconic. It's like an iconic Jolly Rancher. I have to confess something to you and to our millions and millions. And millions. Of, of fans and listeners, I don't really okay. care for sweet, fruity candy. It, it's not my bag. Uh, you don't, I, you're not eating airheads. You're not, not really. a good time with that. Weirdly, I was when I was a child, but I, I, I don't think I've touched that stuff. But since you became a man, you put away childish Ooh, things? Is that what you're trying yeah, to say? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman, and I don't touch the sweet stuff anymore. And wow. I, uh, so when I think of Jolly Ranchers, I think of, an, for me, an iconic Jolly Rancher, was the green sour apple. I'm not saying I like it. It just stands iconography, right? That's just what okay, I Okay, it stands think out of. to you. Yeah. The important let's get it out of the way. What's your favorite uh Jolly Rancher? Cherry. Oh, yeah, standard. It's gotta the be the red one. the red one. Yeah. Give me the red one. <laughs> Yo, let me get the, that red one real quick. It's always the red one for me. I felt like that was a lack of personality. You know, I would just say, Give me the red <laughs> wait, wait, one. What do you mean? Well, What's for your me, favorite Kool Aid flavor? Red. Red. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite Gatorade? It's red. The red. Red. One. Red. This is, so, this is such a child thing. Think about it. Yeah. Hey, what, which uh, flavor uh, Gatorade do you want? Give me a red drum. Give me the red one. It didn't ask you what color. <laughs> <laughs> what flavor? It was Red. the same with in Philadelphia. It's the same with water ice. What 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 uh? What do you want for Rita's? I want the red. <laughs> but it has Man. it has skins in it. No, I don't want that red anymore. Because <laughs> that has cherry skins in it. That's when I yeah. Became, I don't want cherry. Skins that's when I became anymore, dubious no. I mean, of the red. I'm like you can't trust yeah. it. Can't trust it. Take the red. Take the blue. I'm not sure what to do. Uh, but that's, internet, another, that's not what we came here to talk about. No, we're not here to talk about Jolly Ranchers. We're not here to litigate Fritos. I, I can't defend myself on this podcast. I don't know if you there's again there are Doritos in there, and you picking Fritos. Every show has you're moving a, past the bag of Doritos. To every get every podcast has a hero and a villain, and <laughs> <laughs> you know I resent my position. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand. I'm just imagining being a a, a youngin. <laughs> you know, that. we're both in either uh, Philadelphia or Schwanksville. I don't know where we are. <laughs> you know, and somebody come out with the with the you know the the fun size bags and the assortment pack, and everybody's fighting over Doritos, and Adam's over here just with like four bags of Fritos, <laughs> just having a good old time on the bench. It's like I'm solid. 
I think I'm it's good. because I'm a placator. I'm a mediator. I would say it's not worth it to me. I want other people to ha- be happy, which means I'll just take what I get. And, and I think at a certain point in time, I, I started convincing myself, you know what? I am a Fritos man. Same, same thing happened when we're all in fourth grade and talking about favorite Spice Girl. And no one can duplicate. You can't have a copy. So eventually I come around and you're like, you know what? Actually, Sporty Spice is the best one. So that's what I came to decide on my own. Not because, you know, nobody picks Sporty Spice. Mel C., if you're listening to this, thank you for your five stars and your positive comments. Thank you so much, Mel. You had a beautiful voice. You did a great job. Uh, uh, you and Mel B, uh, Scary Spice, uh, leaders of the pack, as far as I'm concerned. And with that out of the, down Ooh, and out of the way. We went on a journey. <laughs> let's get into uh, what if. So, like I said, double uh, episode within the episode. We're going to be covering yeah. what if. Episode four, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Uh-huh. And episode five, what if zombies? Yeah, and I think uh, right out the gate, we should just put the spoiler wall up and let people be aware of it, because we want to knock these things out. We're catching up a little bit on episodes uh, of, da- of, of Days of Yore, all right? We're trying to yes. make sure that we're on top of the ball. So let's just put that spoiler wall up, and uh, you can decide what you do with that, because everything after the spoiler wall... Look, it's 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 a weekly TV show. If you fall behind, yes. you you're gonna yes. miss out on a lot of stuff. We don't want to spoil it for you. Uh, spoiler wall is, of course, made up of the uh, uh, the, the the zombified versions of Marvel superheroes right. Right. stacked way on high. Climb up that way wall up and join us. Um, three, yeah, two, get into your giant form. One, you're spoilers. on the other side. Spoilers. It's your fault. That's right. It's your fault. You know, if you get bit, you chose to come over here. Okay. <laughs> Oh man, you said giant form, and you know I was thinking it's not a good idea to have Wasp go down like that. Y'all, y'all yes. really did not think about the long game here, huh? Yes, truly. We'll get to that with next. Okay, so let's start off. What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? This is episode four. Uh, description: A grief-stricken Doctor Strange uses the Eye of Agamotto in a dangerous effort to change the past mm-hmm. so in this episode what we see is uh steven strange um act basically in a different timeline he goes out to pick up his lady friend and they're going out for dessert and similar to what happens in the og dr strange movie they get in this car accident yeah but instead of his hands getting destroyed and him then becoming, you know, certain, you know, kind of falling apart <clears throat> as a doctor and then, you know, going off and to car is a carmitage. E- sure. I don't know. Is I, that the I, name of the place? I cannot even tell you if I fixed on that and I remember the name, it. but yeah, sure. We're going off to wherever, I think it's carmitage, wherever the, uh, the, um, the other, uh, sorcerers go yeah. and learning, um, his magic there, he then basically um, loses. Who, what's what's the um, what's her name? What's the woman's name that he's Doctor um, Palmer? Doctor Palmer. Yeah, Rachel, Rachel McAdams uh, does yes. the voice of Doctor Palmer. Uh, something that I had completely forgotten about as far as casting goes. It's been a long time since I've seen the first Doctor Strange movie. That was back in 2016. And uh, she returns, she's Dr. Palmer, so instead of, uh, you know, like Octavia said, instead of Strange losing function of his hands, which is bad because he's a, a surgeon, 
mm-hmm. his his lady, his love, passes. She dies in the car accident. So it's a Groundhog's Day treatment. You know, yes. he goes, he trains, he uses the eye over and over and over again to try to change things and learns that some things are unchangeable. This is like, uh, uh, you know, the threads of fate cannot be altered. Um, but Lord, he attempts to do so. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is one of those things like, um, careful what you wish for, you just might get it. That's right. Type yeah. deal. But yeah. what's interesting about this is we see aspects of Doctor Strange and aspects of um, the various sorcery that he can do that we haven't seen before. Because um, instead of just trying to kind of like search for his ability and his purpose back, he's trying to bring back someone from the dead. Mm-hmm. And we ultimately are, are um, addressed with what I think the big picture thing is, is like um, fate. And are you willing to be able to accept the fate that's in front of you? Like, yeah. are you, is it fate versus like choice? Yeah. And we're seeing Dr. Strange in this what if scenario basically go, I don't accept my fate. Mm-hmm. I don't accept the situation that's been put in front of me. I feel like if I go and I study and I search and I work hard enough, I can overcome um, the fate that has been given to me. I don't accept it. I resist it. Yeah. I am in control of my own faith. Yeah. And he's met with uh, the ancient one voiced again by Tilda Swinton, which basically says, no, it's a new terminology. I forget what the terminology she uses that she says. Um, basically, I forget what the terminology is. She says, this is something that must happen. Yeah. Dr. Palmer must perish. This yeah. is not something that we can overcome. You can't undo it. You can't move past it. It's got to happen in this universe. Don't try to you know, resist this. Yeah, I, th- I, I think she refers to it as an absolute point or something along those okay. lines. Where the, yeah. the notion is, you know, all of this power that you have, the, the malle- malleability of the world at your fingertips, some things have to happen in order to keep everything together. Uh, in, right. in, in a very literal sense, to keep existence together. And, you know, uh, I think it is characteristic for Doctor Strange to be stubborn and not accept no for an answer and uh and and that's what happens and and the the show follows suit notable absences mm-hmm. uh no chew would tell uh no yeah. baron mordo and mm-hmm. no mads mickelson so we are you know going back and doing the plot of dr strange but we we have those two hot shots not in the cast they're not reprising their roles and i guess that makes sense because the villains don't need to show up when the protagonist is becoming the villain himself right right. i don't know about you octavius but this episode for me started weak and ended as one of the stronger episodes for me Mm. i i you know i've said this Plenty of times talking about what if and the inherent, um, I, I think, double-sided nature of remixing things you've seen before. It's a little tiresome when you see the same yeah. stuff over and over again. Yeah. And obviously, that is the format of this episode, the genre of time travel, time looping, Groundhog's Day. We do it over and over again. Okay, I get it. Right. Yes, and, you know, and, and you, fate, you can't change and, and it. And like, I'm sorry to interrupt, my bad. And Mm-mm. resisting your fate. That's and resisting your fate. That's right. Yeah. And it, it is it is establishing a new idea that, you know, some things must happen. And even folks like the Ancient One right. or the Watcher or whomever are observing and saying, you know, you really can't 
mess around with this. So I was, I, I will say I got a little exhausted watching us go through the motions because if you know the genre, you know this is how it goes. And then yeah. something changes the formula. But boy, I loved the ending. Boy. Woo. I loved the ending of this episode because I wanted to know, is what if going to get there are they going to do this mm, are we mm, always okay. going to have like a uh an optimistic to be continued are we always going to have right. a, a nice right. feeling at the end of the episode because if you picked up those what if comics you knew sometimes mm-hmm. things did not work out yeah and, that's oh, part of the what if thing yeah some of them are like "Ooh, this is doom yeah glad it didn't go that way you know right Right. Uh, so I, I, I'll say, you know, for me, started a little, uh, eh, this is tiresome. But by the end, I was very satisfied with where they went. And we can get into that. What did you think of the episode all around? Overall, I liked the episode. Um, I definitely will say in the beginning when we were just um, doing the uh, Groundhog's Day thing, hmm. I thought it was more going to be about, I was kind of surprised when it turned into like, basically um kind of like a sorcerer horror movie kind yeah. of thing yeah that turn was like oh i thought it was going to be something else because it was like what is the what is the movie where the car is driving around killing everybody from back in the day christine that, christine yes yeah, yeah King very much like yeah yeah i thought it was like just this like car i, I was getting the vibes of that like there's this car that's just you know haunting you almost stephen king like like what is this car what is this thing who is it that's what i thought it was going to be like who is this that keeps haunting you yeah who is this that keeps killing um dr palmer like why is that happening like that's what i was thinking this was going to be about um but then when it split off into now i'm just going to you know, consume all of these beings so that I can become empowered to the point where I can undo my past and take control of the future. That made me go, oh, it's that kind of story. That's interesting. Very cool callback to the first episode of What If uh, with with Peggy. What if Peggy became the first Avenger? Because yeah. the the demon from outer space, from the, the dark cosmos that Red Skull was summoning, mm-hmm. ends up making an appearance in this episode where Doctor Strange is attempting to imbue himself with the powers of of all entities, deities, whatever it is yeah. from, from out and beyond. Yeah. So he can become so strong that he can manipulate things out of his reach. And his first attempt to do so, he does battle with that, you know, tentacled whatever it is, and he loses. And so I was, I was excited to see that thing, that same, I assume that same thing coming back and having some relevance in some way. I really liked the, the horror aspect. I liked the dark magic of it. It reminded me of kind of a Cthulhu story. There are really horrible things out there mm, beyond yeah. your comprehension. And here we have this hero trying to save his love by turning himself into just a horrific monster. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed it. You know, it was a Twilight Zone episode that ends badly. And I mm-hmm. was very excited and, and pleased that in spite of the, the happy fan base that Marvel keeps, that they were right. willing to tell a story in which our heroes have these sharp falls. And uh, I mean, let's just get right to it. The ending, he, he eliminates everything. You know, like, right. John is yeah. over. Like, okay, that world blips out because he destroyed it all. That's it. 
Sometimes they don't survive, they don't get through, and it is because of his his uh, selfishness, his uh, lack of listening to other people, his his craving for power that everyone is telling him you shouldn't have. You need to you need to grieve this properly. You need to get on with your life and do other things. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. It hit me. I'm, I was very satisfied. Yeah, I don't know how many times they can do this trick and keep me, you know, feeling good about it. But this this showed me that it's not always going to be like T'Challa becomes the Star Lord and everything was pretty yeah. good. Everything's awesome. Yeah. Again, this is just an this not. I don't want to say just another, but this is another example of taking a type of movie that we've seen before that we haven't seen the MCU do. Yeah, and just you know, kind of like dropping different characters in the same scenario. That's what what if is. It's like, you know, what you do with your action figures. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what if what if uh, this character from the MCU was in a Halloween movie? You know what I'm saying? Or like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what if so-and-so was in a Stephen King movie? How would that happen? The thing that I'm most interested in about this episode is that concept of choice versus fate. Mm-hmm. You know, and seeing the character of Doctor Strange wrestle with that and seeing what maybe I think that the story was trying to tell us, which is accept your fate. You don't have any choice in this. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting as a comic book fan and as a story fan, as a superhero fan, is depending upon who's telling the story and how they tell you, the air quote right decision is to go either way. Yeah. Part of what we like about our heroes is that they don't accept the fate that's given to them. Yes. That they, yes. they rise up and they go, no, this is wrong. I think I know better. I know what's right. And I'm going, I'm, and not only do I think I'm right, I'm willing to fight for what I believe is right. That's right. I'm yeah. not going to accept the status quo. I can save this person. I can figure it out. And the same powers that we've seen Dr. Strange use in other movies, this is the same guy. That's right. Yeah. With the same attitude, the same personality going, I don't accept that fate. Sure. Yeah. I can do something about it and I'm going to do it. I think five years ago, it would have been just as plausible to see the Doctor Strange movie hit the big screen, to have a story just like this, and to have the ending be way nicer in which we are celebrating perseverance and persistence. And, you know, uh, uh, like you said, standing up against the way that the cards Mm -hmm. are dealt. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we could have just as soon seen the exact same plot elements, but the conclusion would instead be you fight for what you believe in and love is enduring and you know that would have made sense i would have understood that too and that's why i was so excited to see a a remix on those ideas on that story with the 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 trajectory that some things are beyond some things are Mm. too far and Mm -hmm. beyond that too you i mean you you know well i'm dealing with loss in my my family this yeah. week recently yeah. and one of the things i've been spending a lot of time on is thinking about well, what is appropriate grief what does it look like i know you you are in a similar mm-hmm. position and there's mm-hmm. a lot of wringing ri- your hands of like am i doing this right is it d- how quickly do i move on is it even possible is it unjust or disloyal to move on and to see a superhero who has the ability to comprehend ancient texts and fight literal right. demons and right. do all of these things to try to figure out, well, how, how do I move on and am I even supposed to? To see that end in a way that I think the story justifies saying so, sometimes you need to let things go 
and you need mm. to keep going. You, you can't yeah. be tethered to things. That's a very difficult tightrope to walk. And I was, you know, I don't want to tie it too deeply into real loss that folks experience, myself, you, mm-hmm. anyone. But, uh, you know, I, I'm excited to see these big swings from Marvel where I think we've gotten to a point where it's so predictable. The formula sometimes is so predictable. I think what if excels when it looks at you and says, we all understand how the formula works, right? What if we just switch it a little bit? What if we just bust it up a little bit and it still works? It surprised me. Delightful. Super dark. Horrifying. So glad they went there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really like this episode because I think out of all the episodes, this is the one that makes me think the most Uh, about that concept of, you know, choice and fate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like the idea that I, comes to my mind is like, well, what was he supposed to do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the watcher steps in at a certain point, doesn't step in, but he's kind of like talks to him, which I was kind of like, huh? You talk? Wait a minute. You, are you supposed to do this? What's happening here? Yeah. Um, but there is a part where the watcher is almost scolding him like you ain't listen. People try to tell you you're going to do whatever you want to do. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, help me. He's like, nah, fam. You, this is, you bought this. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is your bed. Lay in it. I can't get involved, but I can step in and give you, you know, my two cents. Yeah. You know? But part of what I was thinking about is I was like, well... What makes this different than the other stories we've been told, like I said, of overcoming obstacles, objections, yada, yada, yada? Why is this different? And the big question is, it's like, what is the thing? I I think maybe the one thing I can point to Mm. in, in this story is wise counsel. Like, the counsel that you were given is I guess based off the storytelling and what we've been led to believe by trustworthy resources. Yes, good point. So yeah. the concept being, yes, you need to, you know, sometimes rage against the machine, you know, for you know, lack of better uh, words. Absolutely. But it can't just be you and your emotions. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. Because I think we all in our own ways know what it's like to lose mm-hmm. people, things, scenarios. People we love and care about, it hurts. I can only imagine the character in the story hurt a lot. And if you had the power to do something about it, yeah, you know, if you, I mean, I think all of us fantasize about like, man, if I could go back, I would have said, oh, if I had done, if I could only do this different. And if you were presented with that power to actually do something about it. And your significant, like, I mean, if you're Doctor Strange and your significant other has, has, has left you mm-hmm. and someone says, you have the power to do something about it. Yeah. Are you going to do something about it? It's easy to look at this character and go, mm, 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 why would he do that? No, no, no. Hold on. But if you, you were presented with the power, but given the autonomy to choose, what would yeah. you choose? Yeah. You know? And with that. I think the thing to think about is like, who is your council? Who's your circle? Who are the people that you listen to? Because what we see here is Wong goes, "Uh uh-uh, don't do that. Yeah. Not a good look. Now, if this is the same guy that you'll listen to in any other time, you're already bouncing things off. This is your partner. This is the person you work with day to day. And that person, I would think, 
with someone who's that close to you being Wong, maybe you should listen. Yeah. Then if your old head come through, the agent went, yo, I get it. You're hurting, fam. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Let me give you some information you don't know. I understand that you are in hurt. You are in pain. Yeah. However, this is not the move. Let me tell you why. And you still decide, I'm going to choose me. I'm going to choose my pain, my hurt, my frustration. So the things that I'm drawing out of this in a very comic book junto way is pain is real, Doc. It's supposed, not it's supposed to, but it's supposed to hurt. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're yeah. not supposed to feel good. Right. If you lose somebody, it hurts. It's real. Yeah. At the same time, hopefully you've got people around you that can show you love and allow you to grieve and feel that so you don't act out in a way that's going to cause greater damage. Yeah. That's kind of like the the story or at least the thing that I can pull out and go, I think it's about this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I I'm with you. I think I think you you said it when you said that 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 council, you know, the higher council, the people you can trust, the people who look out for you, the people who love you, they they prioritize you. It's not going to be easy to listen. It's not going to be easy to to hear. Like really hear, and I mean understand what is being said. Let alone do something with that information, or in some cases, feels like doing nothing. Right? Let it go. Right. Stop, give up, walk away, or something along those lines. But but that counsel, I think it that is the message, right? They there are people in this world who love you. They still want to see you continue. They still want to see you prosper. And I think that was one of the things that is definitely worth taking away. Uh when we're having that conversation of are you supposed to be persistent and stubborn in your fate? I I I feel you when it when it comes to a crowd of people around you telling you, this is good advice. This is my advice. This is what I say to you in love. If you, de- if you defy that, if you walk away from that, you are choosing to walk away from a lot. You know, you, you are, you're, you're buying it, right? Whatever comes, you bought it. <laughs> you bought it, yeah. right? And I, I think, uh, you know, one of the, apart from the, the obvious answer here, one of the, the scariest and and saddest elements of this show, apart from you know the elimination of an entire universe and right, Doctor Strange right. turning into like you know a demon bat <laughs> wizard, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the scariest things uh, that I, I think really packed a punch is one of the options that he attempted to pursue in one of those loops is not showing up to pick her up to to drive hey. with her. Yeah, you know, she walks outside yeah. and he, no one is Heavy. there to pick her up because then then you start looking at this situation like in order to save your life and to keep you here, I have to disconnect. And now we start asking all kinds of questions. What is it worth? What am I prioritizing? Is it our relationship? My memories of you? Is it your survival? How does this break down? And that's sad, man. That's that's an extremely painful thing to choose. And uh, that that hit me in that way. I was also thinking, I listened to a podcast called How Did This Get Played? It's a video mm-hmm. game podcast. They talk about a, like weird games, some topical games, new stuff, and also uh, largely like b- not good games, low quality games. And recently they talked about a time loop game called 12 Minutes. Have you heard of this? I heard about that, but is it, are they saying it's bad? Well, 12 minutes is interesting. I I played all of 12 minutes. I think there's a lot of oh, convers- you have. I have. There's a lot of conversation to be had about whether it's good or 
I should phrase it like this. If does it do what it sets out to do? You know, does it execute on what it promises? And there's a lot right. of conversation around that. But one of the things that they bring up in this podcast was this idea inherently in a time loop story, whoever is centered in the time loop, who keeps returning with knowledge and trying new things, they can start as the good guy, as the protagonist, the hero, but ev- eventually they become more and more sociopathic because the, the attempts to change fate to do things, it's manipulation. You're, you're using knowledge that no one else has, and you start looking at people not as people, but as pawns, right? They, I got to move right. these pieces around in order to get a, the effect that I want. So even if that is in love, I want you to survive. I want you to be my partner. I want to grow old with you. You are operating in a way that starts getting more and more unfair, and that changes a person. And I think those time loop stories are interesting, in particular, when they don't have a tidy end- ending. And in this one, I mean, they sure as hell don't. <laughs> I mean, my man, that's it. No universe, no Avengers, no world, no Earth, no yeah. civilians, no nobody. That's because it. Because you let your pain control you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You let that, that, that trauma or you let that um, struggle or that, you know... It, it overpowered you and you did things that maybe you didn't like or you wouldn't normally do yeah. because it was in the name of something that you wanted so bad that you were willing to do these other things for. Yeah. And then when you get it, you're kind of like, and I don't even remember if he was like sad because the world was ending or the universe was ending or was he sad because, you know... Dr. Palmer was like terrified of him. And we've seen this in movies so many times. Like, but I did this for you. Almost like, you know, Walter White or when he's like full highs. Oh man, sorry. Oh yeah. Spoilers. No, man. Look, I think you can, I I think you can attack that. Breaking Bad's been out. All right. So if you're ignoring the pop culture. If you've seen Breaking Bad, you know what I mean? It's basically like, I did this for you. And they're they're like, huh? Maybe in the beginning you did. But at this point, this isn't even about me anymore. This became about you a long time ago. You're just using me as, you know, and it's not to say that initially it wasn't about, you know, yeah, X. Yeah, right. But at a certain point when it, it, you know, it's almost like you're addicted to addicted to the pursuit. Yes. Yeah. Right. You know? Exactly. So it's heavy. It's heavy in, in the very comic book Junto type of uh, <laughs> episode. Yeah, great episode. I I really think this was a great episode. It flips the script. Uh, I I think it it proves the willingness for this this uh, format for what if to go places that people are not ready for. Uh, right, lovely. I can see this being divisive too. I can see people seeing this end and being like, "Well, that sucks. Bad episode." You well, know, like Twilight Zone. It, y'all. It didn't wrap Twilight up. Zone. <laughs> yeah, very Twilight Zone. I uh, really enjoyed this one a lot. One thing that I that I fear. Here's what I here's what I here's what I fear. What do you fear? I fear that some of these episodes will be burdened with early Octavius watching uh watching these shows, which is mm. like, what's the continuity? How's it connect? How's it connect? How's it connect? That's right. Now that I'm like six episodes, is it five or six? Whatever. Episodes yeah. in, I'm kind of like, don't connect it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Please just keep telling weirdo stories. Keep yeah. keep going down the Marvel t- Twilight Zone. Don't burden these stories with the responsibility to continue forward a bigger story. 
Yeah. Just do cool stuff. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm with you because the, the anthology means that you can do things that stick. And if you can do things that stick, that means the stakes matter. And, uh, I, you right. know, that is, that like is the creep, freedom. Like Creep Show. Creep like Show creep is show, weird man. stories. Absolutely. And I, I think this show did, uh, does a good job for the most part. But Marvel being Marvel, we all expect a certain level of we're going to come back to this. We're going to see growth and development, and it's going to tie together. And that is the, the dopamine hit of the MCU. It's all connected, right? That was literally the catchphrase they used for a couple years there. And uh, I, I really want to see them revel in this freedom. And the universe, if you gotta. We ain't going back there. <laughs> that yeah. means like those things matter. I, I'm, I, that is the way to go. And I, I would say, you know, that's largely the, I think, the effect that we're going to have in the conversation about the next episode, too, because th it's clearly a separate universe. And the only way we would, only way or reason we would go back to the universe in episode five is because, you know, everybody loves zombies. That stuff is perennial. Right. Literal undead trend. You know, you can't kill it. <laughs> zombies <laughs> always coming back. <laughs> right. So speaking of which, let's get to episode five. But before that, real quick, yeah. at Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedderus, would really like to hear what you guys think about this whole concept of fate and choice and, you know, how you feel about the conversation that we're having here yeah. on this episode. I mean, I know I say that all the time, but I genuinely mean it. Please hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you guys' thoughts are on our conversation on that. On That's right. Four and this topic. Utilize but Twitter, we, the greatest communication platform of oh, our time. On. All right. Utilize Amen. Twitter and let us know your full, complete, and nuanced well, thoughts well, 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 about fate, uh, giving in, or standing uh, up. You know, we got to uh, know. And what better place to have um, these difficult conversations than Twitter? Yeah. A great place for nuance. <laughs> great. I think that's the tagline. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Great place for a nuance. Great place for nuance. And I believe after that it just says LOL. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, on to episode five. What if zombies, when the Avengers are infected by a zombie plague, surviving heroes search for a cure? I got to say. Uh-huh. This episode, I watched this with my daughter as per usual. Damn, scary. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was like, man, is she going to be able to rock with this? You know? How'd she and do? she was there the whole... Huh? How did she do? She was there. I think she was there and she was fine. A large part of it is, I think, I was really captivated by the... <gasps> oh, oh, man. Like, I was. it was one of those where I was like, kind of, you know horror movie like talking talking to the screen because usually we make it a rule to not talk during tv during God. episodes i'm trying to raise my child in the way she should go <laughs> that is you such an I mean? octavius that <laughs> 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 john is painted up on like a wood panel in the house in this house we love each other we praise god we do not talk during television or movie time <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious I think that that poster should really exist. <laughs> That's really funny. Live, we love each other. laugh, we listen. <laughs> we love each other. We praise God. We do not talk during TV and movies. That's funny. Um, anyway, but yeah, it was one of those where I was like, oh, oh no. So I think she was kind of catching on to like the, because she's old enough to understand what's happening. 
mm-hmm. you know, like to be able to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed this. Like I was really wrapped up in the zombiness of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically they did a zombie movie in an episode of what if they really did. Um, and I thought that that was freaking fantastic. I am a fan of zombie movies. When I was younger, I was scared of all this stuff. If I'm honest. Oh yeah. <laughs> How could you not be man? Zombie stuff. It's, it's funny to think about the stuff that we were scared of when we were kids. And now it's like, you literally see Iron Man heroes, superheroes, and he's yeah. torn to shreds, his jaws falling off, and you're like, oh, this is cool. When I was a kid, I'd be like, hell no. Right. <laughs> Absolutely not. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so we pick it up where Thanos just beat up the Hulk, and he's, uh, Heimdall is taking the last bit of his magic, and he is sending Hulk back down to New York to warn everybody that Thanos is coming. He comes down, smashes into Sanctum, San- Sanctum, Sanctum, I don't know how to pronounce it. You know, You got about. it. Uh, in New York, and he pops up, but the zombie apocalypse has already begun. He cannot become the Hulk, (laughs) and it's a great scenario because if Bruce Banner can become the Hulk like he normally can, he just hulks out, smashes all of these zombies. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing opportunity for Hulk to just go crazy. His skin is impenetrable. Go go wild. But that doesn't happen because similar to Infinity War, just because he, he just got beat up, you know what I'm saying? Like, Holt doesn't want to come out. So, the, the, the setup for this thing is dope. Because we've all yeah. seen this movie, but very quickly, or, or these, these moments seem familiar, but very quickly, the idea that, like in the zombie, uh, Marvel Zombies comic, their brains are still like intact. They're still who they yes. are. They're still Tony Stark, but they have this desire for flesh. Yes. This is, I'm, I'm so glad you got to that detail. This is when Marvel establishes, if you didn't read the comics, Marvel establishes that their versions of zombies still use their powers, still act like heroes, but they are driven not to save the day. It's to, you know, wreck shit and eat brains. And so when, you know, our, our Avengers friends show up and they, they make, quick work of uh you know thanos's cronies you would not be wrong to think okay this is just iron man this is just the beginning of uh infinity war they're doing this stuff he's using the cannons he's zipping around zipping around but it's not it's it they are they are i don't know how their zombies work but it's like uh it's like it's it's they have a they have a different drive, I guess, but they yeah. are still capable of functioning in the way that they do, which is fun. It's ridiculous, of course, but it is it's very fun because you get to see them fight like you know how they fight, toss the shield around, yeah. fly yeah. around, shoot arrows, that kind of stuff. Although I do think it would be a funny gag if we see Clint Barton, zombified Clint Barton pull back the bow. And his arm just snaps right off. I mean, like, come on. That's a lot of yeah. tension, man. Yeah. That's a, it's a lot of tension. I don't know if you can really do that with your busted up arm and fingers and tendons. Right. Come on now. There's a part in the Marvel Zombies comic where Spider-Man's like, my leg is broken. Like, really broken. <laughs> like, yeah. I hate that. I hate that. That's disgusting. You know, th- this is, speaking of Spider-Man, what I like so much about this episode is not just the... Uh, well, your favorite heroes are zombies now. Ooh. Uh-huh. It's the team survival. 
It's the the team of people that you did not yeah. expect to see come together trying to live to the end. You know, it becomes a, we need to get from point A to point B. Point B is compromised. We need to get to point C. And it's playing all the hits, all the tropes. And the one that I like the most is... Trans un- Busan? I, yeah. I mean, it is kind of a train to Busan because this is a, right. a team of ragtag survivors. They don't belong together under normal circumstances. The fun part of the zombie movie, the zombie genre, is seeing these people try to work together. And in the, the parlance of an MCU or Marvel experience, this is not your Avengers team. This is a group of people you don't normally see working together. And I, I think that's a lot of fun. I was hung up, though, on one dude. Because this is Marvel, this is how it slices the other direction. Okay. Because this is Marvel, I'm looking at every character like there are no NPCs. So Everybody's important. Someone's from somewhere, a reference to something. Mm-hmm, so we mm-hmm. got this dude, Kurt, show up. And I was like, Kurt, is, is that Kurt Connors? Is that uh, uh, the lizard? Is that who that is? That's cool. I don't think it is. And then I was like, well, Kurt, wait, hold on. He's, he's got kind of like a uh, Eastern European accent. Is that Nightcrawler? Uh-huh. Is that Kurt Wagner? You thought they were bringing in no. Nightcrawler? No, but Marvel has trained me to look for Easter eggs. So you okay. introduce a got dude you. named Kurt, okay. and he's hanging out with Spider-Man, and he's hanging out with, uh, uh, you know, Sharon. Happy they, Hogan. Happy Hogan, Okoye. I'm just like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who is Kurt? Who is he? And um, as far as I can tell, he's just a guy. Did you have that reaction or no? No, you don't know who that is? Who's Kurt? That's the guy from Ant-Man. Oh, he was just in Ant-Man. No. Remember the remember the little little ragtag group of guys that Scott Lang was um, running around with? T.I.? Um, T.I., and Kurt, and you know, I'm gonna tell you a story about what happened, and then this happened, and that okay, happened. Okay, like, okay, yeah. That, okay, he so was he, was guy, an, he was the he, guy on the computer. He he was one of the dudes who was doing the heists with Scott. Okay, yes. That so I guess this is the other part of it is I just don't remember that stuff, man. It was <laughs> I don't I can't tell you the last time I watched it. Fair man, enough, you know. And so they are role. I I can't remember. Check the name it out again. The, it's a fun watch. I can't remember the name of the actor, but the guy who says, "Okay, here's what happens," and he retells the story. Hysterical. And of course, yes. I remember Ti, but I don't remember Kurt. So Ti, the the guy standing next to Ti is Kurt. Got it. All right. Where's Ti? How come it was King of the South was too busy to come I in mean, for what if he was too busy doing a uh, uh, roll bounce uh, remake? I don't know. <laughs> they're doing. They're getting the gang back together for roll bounce again. Was what it roll if? bounce? The King of the South became the King of Wakanda. <laughs> T.I., oh, no. come on. No, no, no. Tell no, me no, that's not that. a winning formula. It, it is, that is not a winning <laughs> formula. <laughs> no, it wasn't Roll Bounce. It's a, what is the name of it? Anyway, forget Whatever. it. That's not the point. We're not here to talk about T.I.'s old movies. I'm taking um, an L. I'm, I am a Marvel fan who saw Kurt and didn't know it was the, the guy from Ant-Man. My, no problem. It's my L. I'm going to get roasted by people who listen to this show. It's fine. Here's the bottom line, okay? This was a very, 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 very good episode of What If. It's fine. This is probably my favorite episode of Wow, what if. really? Because, yeah, just because I thought it was really fun 
and clever. And they just did a great job with all the zombie stuff. And they did a great job creating that anticipation, creating mm-hmm. those stakes, but using these characters and their powers and my knowledge of their powers and my knowledge of Infinity War and my knowledge of Endgame, my knowledge of all, you know what I'm saying? WandaVision, knowledge of WandaVision. That was a big right. reveal. Big reveal. They did a great job utilizing all that to tell this very interesting story. Basically saying, hey, what if all these superpowered people are struck with something that overcomes their superpowers? Yeah. Now what? And it's like, yeah, like this is this is what a good zombie movie does. Yeah. It basically just depowers everybody and focuses them in on working together as a team yeah. and starts dealing with loss, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. starts dealing with, hey, like, you know. Like, we've always said the thing that we really, really like about, well, I have always said, I want to say we, the thing that I like about The Walking Dead is it goes, who are you when the shit hits the fan? Yeah, sure. Who are you then? If you have a choice between a bad decision and a horrible decision, which one do you pick? Mm. And it really does a good job kind of like bringing out the personality and the character of these people when putting them in this tough scenario. Yeah, certainly. You know, when mm-hmm. you see kind of like the big picture, uh, the question being asked, like, Spider-Man, how, like, how are you smiling? How are you in such a good mood? Like, how is this happening? And he goes into Aunt May, Uncle Ben, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Which I don't think we've ever heard anybody say Uncle Ben before. In the, in the shows, yeah, yeah. And honestly, it was just, you know, I've, for as many times as I've watched Spider-Man cartoons, very exciting to see Spider-Man in, in MCU animation. You know, really cool to see him tagging around. Unfortunately, we, you know, we don't have, yeah. uh, um, oh, shoot, Tom, we don't have the, 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 the character. It wasn't Tom Holland's voice. It wasn't Tom Holland, but the person who, who came and did it was, was wonderful, did a great job. And I just love seeing plucky Spider-Man, you know, in the yeah. mix with these horrible things. And he says, as we well know as fans, he has a lot of practice, you know, uh, dealing with these horrors of, of loss and grief yeah. and uh, feeling like there was something you could have done, but you couldn't save that person or something along those lines. I, I really enjoy this episode as well. I think it was a lot of fun. It it feels great for the season. We're getting ever closer to, you know, horror movie season and Halloween and all that stuff. Oh, yes. Felt like a great remix uh, and great exploration of, of Marvel stuff that you love, but with zombies and all the spooky facets. I will say zombies sort of work in both directions for me because I'm kind of tired of it. Uh, zombie movies are great. Mm but they are plentiful. Zombie movies are like zombies themselves in that, like I said, they do not die and they are in droves. And so at a certain point, you have to do really unique, notable things for it to become something you remember. Army of the Dead sucks. So uh, this, this episode was a lot of fun, but also it didn't keep my attention in every single scene because zombie, for me, zombies are played out. What mm. what got me back on is seeing the super powered hijinks and and solutions. Wasp becoming huge to help them yeah. get across was very yeah. fun. But immediately it was more fun for me to think this is going to be dreadful for you on the way back. If you got to come I, back, this is going to really screw you up. Yeah, that was a bad idea. I was and literally that's, thinking that's fun. That's the fun thing. You know, like <laughs> this is going to come yeah. back and bite you. Literally. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. I was literally thinking like, okay, you did it. Now uh, get small, get small, get smaller. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. <laughs> right. I was like, you guys, this is gonna be bad. Like the Truly. whole time, I was like, this is this is gonna be really bad. Yeah. Um. Now the twist, mm-hmm. the twist, right? Being that we've got vision on the other side of this whole deal. And hey, I'm a synthesoid. I have no flesh. Yeah. They have no no reason. I'm not on the menu. And the Mind Stone's giving off this frequency that doesn't work with their, you know, brain function. Cool. Sure. Yeah. I get it. And, you know, because the show's moving so fast, I didn't have time to be to be skeptical of him. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Uh I, I didn't have because I think in a regular movie, you might be like. Wait a minute. You mean you was just chilling over here this whole time? Right. You could have came and got us. You could have, you know, what were you, what are 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 you over here doing? Right? right. Right. So then when we come to find out, because people are just snooping around, looking around, that, wait a minute, Wanda's in here as a zombie? Mm-hmm. Whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. And then we, we recognize, oh my gosh, he lured them there? Mm-hmm. Like that, that was like, oh, wow. I even appreciate that little twist. Like that yeah. piece put in there, I really thought that that was cool. When we see T'Challa and he's like, yo, we got to get the hell up out of here because this dude crazy. He out here cutting people's legs off and feeding them to her, yeah. you know. But it, I guess it makes sense if you've seen WandaVision, you're like, oh, yeah. But there's a part of it in my mind that's kind of like, would would vision do that it doesn't seem like that is a thing like when you first see it you're like i'm I'm in but you think about it like that seems kind of out of character of the vision that i know from the movies yeah yeah i think so too especially if we're thinking about vision as a synthesoid and therefore a robot or something like it programmed to do something above all other things the idea would be you were you were made to help to save, you know, if this is like as yeah, you picked up right? the doggone hammer, yeah, on man. a whim, right? That's goodness. And You're worthy. So I, I think there's there's something to that to be said. You're right. It's not necessarily characteristic, but it is characteristic at least with the way that the MCU portrays the Vision's commitment and love to uh, Wanda, in spite of all sorts of things. You know, uh, Vision comforts her when she talks about you know things that she's done that she regrets and feels horrible for and his his love is enduring and and then this is having a separate conversation and displaying separate themes about you know uh, uh having a heart and consciousness and you know what is it to exist it, it's to help other people to love other people something along those lines and he transcends his you know mechanization so to speak because he loves her so tenderly the thing that i think is um the thing that i think is weird maybe about this episode is tonally it's in a lot of different places because it has a lot of fun with the zombie stuff and sometimes it wants to remind you like look this is a zombie movie anybody can go anybody anybody can, can get, get dispensed yeah. with at a moment's notice and that's supposed to be scary and it is it's supposed to hurt and it is they talk to peter like how do you deal with this and he says i'm used to unfortunately i'm used to this feeling of losing people and that hits because that's true it is resonant however 
<laughs> I mean, just as quickly, you know, they're goofing around with like zombie version. I'm lopping her right. head off moment ago. That was my best friend. Right. And now I got to right. like kick her around. And so it's, I think it's interesting because that's, again, that's a, a really tight balance to figure out how to, how to, how do you do this? Is this supposed to be scary? Is it, uh, uh, Dawn of the Dead or is it Shaun of the Dead? And I think, <laughs> yes. I think uh, yes. this is Dawn of the Dead. You know, it kind of does. This is Dawn of the Dead? It's Dawn of the Dead. I think it's, it's trying, it's sometimes yeah. it, it has its cake and eats it too. And yeah. uh, I don't know if it always works. It's not always as effective, but it's still a lot of fun. It's still a lot of fun. I'm not mad at Dawn of the Dead. That's a good Halloween uh, theme. <laughs> if uh, somebody's not Halloween done party. that before, I would be shocked, honestly. I would be disappointed well, in Philadelphia. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. I, I really enjoyed this episode a lot. It's, it's, a, it's a good one. I expect we'll see more zombies because that stuff sells, man. I just know it. You know, you could see a new team, new circumstances. Mm-hmm. There's so many zombie movies. There are a lot of different variations you could do. Um, but, uh, uh, I would say this is in my, this is, this is up there is one of the ones that I like the most, but not my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. I really enjoyed this. I'm really excited about it. And I do think we're going to see more zombies because I mean, we come to find out that Thanos did arrive on earth, but apparently he went to Wakanda and zombified everybody inside of Wakanda. Wild. And they're... They're headed to Wakanda because they think that that's where they're going to be able to, you know, like protect Wakanda, unconquered and all that kind of stuff and like keep everybody away. Mm-hmm. And they're flying right in to out of the frying pan into the fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think it's worth saying a lot of themes between episode five, uh, what if zombies and episode four mm-hmm. with Doctor Strange, because, you know, vision is in that same predicament you know what horrible things would you do for love you know for the love of your partner for keeping them alive or you know conscious so to speak you know what dr strange does to himself and to the the universe at large for dr Mm -hmm. palmer you know vision is doing the same stuff to the avengers to innocence to keep uh wanda going so we're still playing with those themes those are familiar themes it works um where the hell do we go from here? I have no idea what comes next. That's exciting. Uh, I was going to say, I think that's what's cool about it. You don't know what's going to come next. Yeah. I, I genuinely don't. I think this is the extent of things that I could have predicted from previews that we've seen in the past. I have no earthly idea what, yeah. what if episode six is going to be doing. Here's the one thing that bumped me about this episode. Okay. And it has to do with vision. Okay. The thing that made me go, ah, well, first of all, we go, okay, Vision's kept Wanda alive. And I guess you could go, hey, because she's so powerful, the best thing I can do is contain her. Yeah. But it's like you could also kill her. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because she's killing everybody. But anyway, so I'm going to contain her and feed her and draw people. Like, what, what was the end game? Anyway, but then after that, someone goes, Hey man, that's wrong. Vision goes, yeah, you're right. There's a <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> what? The, yeah, there is a really quick he, moral turnaround. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. He just he just did a horrible thing, and then he's like, dang. I just never had anybody say it to my face. It's all been through tweets, you know what I mean, and emails from unanimous people leaving leaving comments. But since like y'all are like saying it to my face. 
You right. It's like a little <laughs> kid who's like, did you take the last cookie? No. And it's like, did you take the last cookie? Yes. It's like, wait, wait a minute. You just did one of the most horrible things ever. My bad. Y'all should get out of here. What? Man, what? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's the difference between, you know, like uh, getting flamed on Twitter where you're like, who are you even? Shut up. And then right. getting flamed by like a friend of yours in real life. I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> you're right. I was I was out of pocket with that. I shouldn't right. have been feeding legs and arms to my girlfriend. That was wrong. I wasn't thinking. This isn't me. I can change. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's true. But then another turn, he's like, yeah, there's a quad jet over there. Um, I have to atone for what I did. So I'm going to rip the stone out of my head. Wait, 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 yeah, wait, 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 wait. I was wait, like, hold on, hold on. Wait, no. hold on. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're doing a lot in a matter of 90 seconds. Yeah. You know, then he buries the whole thing and he rips the stone out of his head. I was like, this is just kind of like convenient now. Like yeah. we're just like here's the here's the stone like ah. But I was like, all right, sure, whatever. Let's just keep going cuz there's a giant Hope Van Dyne over there. And I'm like, I don't want to spoil a different yeah. movie entirely. I don't want to spoil uh, A Quiet Place, but the ending of this episode reminded me of the ending of the first Quiet Place movie where uh, all I will say is, you did not have to do that. Vision pulling the, the stone yeah. out of his head and compromising himself. Like, you could have helped. Yeah. You could have been you around. You could have helped. Like, there are a lot of things you could have done. You did not have to do that. That sacrifice was, you know, plucking on heartstrings. I understand why you did that from a yeah. storytelling device, but it didn't achieve what you wanted. And also you just screwed all of your, your friends. Like you, you could have right. helped by helping them survive. He's like, like hey. I have to atone for what I've done. I'm like, well, kill Wanda for us, please. <laughs> yeah, like get she's rid out of the, you're destroying everybody. Magic How about you zombie take the witch, mind yo. Yeah. And slowly like escort us to where we need to go. So they were like, uh -huh. what? Uh, I'm like, what do you? Okay, whatever. But I, you know, right? Hey, right? They have, they gotta do the, a you lot. Take the bed. They gotta do a lot in a small amount of time, given the format. The only re, oh, I just lost the audio again. Fuck. Oh nope. Oh, it's back. Okay, keep it up. All right, okay. we're fine. Uh, get do a clap real quick. One, two, three. Do one, one more time. One, two, three. There's something about Zoom. It, it is not something to do with uh, my USB or anything, but Zoom, since I, I'm running this app, wants to take over the mic position. Mm. You know what I mean? And so what it's doing is it, it is basically persuading GarageBand, and GarageBand will stop and say, oh, you want to use Zoom? No, absolutely not. So I've got to figure out where that is coming from and why... It is able to affect the audio. Right. But looks like we're fine. Anyway, uh, I think we're nearing the end of this conversation. Um, yes. So we can get right into it after a pause. Who was talking? Were we, I think you were talking. Yes, I was talking about a quiet place. And they have to do a lot in a small amount of time. I'll say that. Yeah, you were again. like, you have to do a lot in a small amount of time. So why don't you just pick up from the, your quiet place talk? Yeah. Oh, it's doing it again. Do you want to use the audio device, Zoom audio device? No. Why are you doing this? 
It pauses recording every single time. Fucking A. Let me use the audio device, zoom audio device. Don't use. It's still recording. I got to figure out how to make this stop. And I don't know how. All right, whatever. All right, well, unfortunately, we got to do the sync again. Okay. Here we go. One, two, three. One, two, three. All right, let's just end this quickly. <clears throat> yeah. May, uh, get into your um, quiet place and then we can just end it. I'll pick it up. So, yeah, like I said, I, I don't want to give anything away for uh, Quiet Place. That's a different movie. It's a separate thing altogether. But it, I, I am reminded of this big emotional event, this big emotional beat at the end of A Quiet Place that left me thinking that just you didn't, that it felt cheap. I know what you're trying to do, but it felt cheap. And Vision pulling the stone out of his forehead and sacrificing himself in order to do to what? To atone? That You didn't earn it. I will say, though, it's different because in this show, it's a 30-minute show. Well, like Maybe right. you get 26 minutes of action or, or something along those lines, plus yeah. credits. So yeah. uh, you know they, they have to do a lot in a small amount of time. So that's fine by me. It earns its keep. I had a great time. It's a lot of fun doing the zombie mm -hmm. thing and doing it in this way, the way it looks, yeah. the way it moves. It was a lot of fun. So it works. It works for me. It's, it's an episode I liked a lot. I, I can't complain too much. I could, but I won't. Right. Yeah. Well, Internet, let's, we'd like to hear your complaints. No, we don't. <laughs> but we do want to talk to you about what you guys think about this episode of What If and uh, episode four and episode five. Um, yeah. So basically... We're going to go ahead and shut this down right here because we've got much more stuff to talk about, more episodes coming to you in the near future. Um, but thank you guys for listening. We love y'all. Until next time, peace. <laughs>